Before we turn to the word, I would like to I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. And pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. All right, you want to? Do you want to fucking tee it up? I'm going to use that. I'm going right. to use that word every single episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to episode three of Revelations. I'm Cole Deluski, and uh, I'm Grant Devoist. I'm Grant Devoist, and we are doing episode three of Revelations specifically. Jumping right back into the Bible. I hope you got your Bible swimming trunks on. Yeah, get ready for a... Well, I guess that joke that joke would have been better on episode two when we were doing the flood. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone's Fucking fresh waste. off the flood now, so they are still got their swim trunks on. So take off your swim trunks. Get ready to jump <laughs> into the Bible. As long as your sons aren't around to look at you naked. Right. Sweet fucking reference, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to recap... Uh, in the last episode, we discussed the fact that uh, mankind fucking is garbage. Mm-hmm. God goes to Noah. He says, you know what? I'm about to fucking wipe this hard drive. Um, you're cool. Don't go to Earth tomorrow. Uh, let's build a big-ass boat, and we're just going to – you're going you're gonna to be safe. Noah does it. He's the best. He gets spared. Every other man, woman, and child dies fucking arbitrarily. And animals. Don't leave them. And animals. A bunch of dogs died. And kittens. And then Noah is in the boat forever. They talk about it. Bunch of rain. Noah's in the boat forever. The second he gets on, he's like, he's had enough. He's, you know, I mean, imagine a normal road trip, pretty shitty. Mm -hmm. And he's like, fuck it. The second I get off this boat, I'm getting a fucking drink on. Gets fucked up. Let's wait. Passes out naked. You're leaving out something important here. And that's that not only did he get his drink on, he planted a vinery. Yeah, that's how. Oh wait, a vine, he didn't a, even. I just combined vineyard and winery. He planted vineyard? a vineyard yeah. and waited and for it, and waited a, for the grapes to grow, winery. and then stomped on them, and then waited for it to ferment, and then got way fucked. And up. then got fucking lit. Yeah, he was. Uh, it was hard to be an alcoholic back in those days. You really had to had to know what you were doing. You had to commit. Well, he's been um, teetotaling for months at that point. So yeah, he's. Gonna, oh yeah. Not I mean, no ready. price would be too steep, you know. Yeah, but I mean, you're just his tolerance is way down. It's gonna smash you. He he just wasn't ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when you do heroin your whole life, and then you finally get caught, mm-hmm. and you go to jail, and then you're clean, and then the second you come out, you're like, oh man, I'm gonna do the biggest fucking thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah, I think that's what they call them things. Things, you're, yeah. They, I'm gonna do the biggest fucking heroin thing. You're well versed. Yeah, I don't know. You're such. Yeah, you have this. I'm, you have this. Uh, je ne sais quoi street smart. I've thing about seen you. the wire. Oh, I know everything Amsterdam. about it. Um, so he passes out naked. His son sees him naked. Is like, what the fuck is this shit? Goofs on him. You know, fucking dabs on him, uh, uh, and uh, is forever no. cursed. You didn't, you <laughs> that's didn't uh, say that. That's where we left. All right. So yeah, all he did was see his dad naked, which we've all done, right? If you have a dad, yeah. you've probably seen him naked. But uh, and then yeah. instead of covering him up, yeah, he he went and told his brothers and 
then the billions of people that would spawn from him were cursed because of it. So, yeah, rough. all cursed. Uh, fucking rough, uh, rough sauce. Not and, a good dad. And that's where we ended up talking about the lineage, right? That was the end of last week's. We're looking at the three sons of Noah and their wives and their offspring. And so Ham, the lad who walked in on dad, ended up uh, birthing the Canaanites, right? So the original um, occupiers of of uh, the Israel area, what's modern day Israel, and. Um, mm-hmm. He, uh, he, these are the cursed people, right? And they're going to be a big part in this week's episode. So as we discussed last episode, all mankind basically spawns from these three kids. One of them saw their dad naked, so they're forever cursed. So one in three cursed forever mm-hmm. because they goofed on their dad. Uh, but they're still one people. They're all talking. They're all together. And they decide that, you know what? Let's make a bunch of bricks and bake them thoroughly. Uh, They had brick for stone, they had asphalt for mortar, and they said, come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. So this is like, they're just like, we just want to stick together. We're mankind. We are one. We don't need fucking anybody but ourselves. We're basically, you know, um, Rite Aid. And they're like, (laughs) let's fucking be one people (laughs) and let's build a city to fucking memorialize it. All right, so they start on this epic project, right? And uh, right. what a lot of people, or at least some amount of people on the internet, have traced the uh, mythical, the apocryphal Tower of Babylon to is a ancient Babylonian tower, um, or ziggurat as they're called, uh, Edemanaki. And it was in uh, the modern-day Iraq area, Euphrates River, where a lot of life came from, right? And so you've got... Yeah. You've got uh, these really early peoples building ziggurats all over Iraq and, and Babylonian uh, territory. But this one is, is pretty big and famous, and they think that's probably where the story of the Tower of Babel spawned. So all these... How tall was that ziggurat? Good question. Do you think? You should ask a historical archaeologist. Uh, <laughs> architect. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know, but it was big. It was one of their big ones. It didn't go to heaven. That I'm aware, though. Right. It stopped. Right. I mean, it probably short. was got to be like under 80 feet tall. Yeah. So when you think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't as big as. So they're as, talking fucking the, out of school. It wasn't as big as the pyramids or say, you know, the Empire State Building. Now. It's like kill, children building a fucking treehouse. Like, oh, shit, I can see over the neighbor's yard. We can see everything. Yeah. 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 We, it, it was We big. dared to touch the face of God. It was definitely a feat. But here's the thing. When they're talking mm-hmm. about building it to heaven, they just want to build a cool-ass building that they can sort of be proud of, that can mark, okay, here's this. Now we're talking biblically, right? We're not talking about Edmonaki anymore right. in the Bible. Right. Like like the World Trade Center. They were like, yeah, let's yeah. just have a let's really see. tall, sweet building. Yeah, yeah. And it'll, it'll, it'll mean a lot to us as a people because it shows what we can do. It'll be a point of pride. Everyone will want to stick around here. Of course. The team fucking mascot. Yeah, right. yeah. The big one. No, God didn't like but that. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, indeed, the people are one. They all have one language. And this is what they begin to do. Now, nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down there, confuse their fucking language so that they may not want to understand. They may not understand one another and then scatter them across the face of the fucking globe. 
What a fucking dick. So here's the thing that's interesting for me is that growing up in the church, this story was always portrayed to me differently than it reads now as I'm looking at it. And, you know, it talks about them wanting to, air quotes, build to the heavens. Uh, Obviously, that's not what they literally meant. They weren't planning on building it to heaven. It was more of a build it really high type metaphor thing. Right, right. I was always taught that they actually were trying to build to heavens, and I kind of had just, and I'm probably not the only church kid like this, I kind of just imagined that they were going to go up there and fight God, fist fight. Yeah, they were gonna get. They were gonna build a big ass fucking ladder, go up there and kick his fucking ass. Yeah, and that's why they. That's why God knocked it down. That's what I always thought. Like, oh, they're just trying to outbuild God. Like, they want to go up. Yeah, there no and mention take of that over. in the actual no, Bible. No, no, no. That's all bullshit. They're just. Yeah. It was like just a team building exercise, really. And they all spoke the same. Yeah, it's exactly a team building exercise. And then God waged a fucking holy war against their tall ass tower, which is honestly a motif that will repeat itself. Yeah. So he goes in, knocks it down. You know what this reminds me of? This is this is how mm-hmm. I see it. And and I think from this standpoint, it kind of makes sense what God did. So all the peoples of the earth are hanging out in one place. They're not going out and spreading around. They're just happy with their little area and want to chum it up there because, you know, they're in their comfort zone. You don't want to leave your comfort zone. So this mm-hmm. is like God basically is the mom that walks down into the basement where her 30-year-old son with his big old neck beard is playing his computer games. Minecraft tutorials. Uh-huh. Yeah. So she comes in, <laughs> knocks over the computer, probably burns his body pillow, hopefully, and just yeah. just gets him out of the house. You know, so now he can go make yeah. real life friends and learn other languages. I guess. Yeah, these fucking people. They were in their fucking basement. They're like, "Mom, come check out my Minecraft server. Look at this. I made, uh, you know, oh, I made a <laughs> giant." And, and she's like, "Wow." Your fucking accomplishments are fucking meaningless. I never loved you. Mm -hmm. I've killed mankind once. I swear to God, I'll do it again. Oh, shit, I forgot. But no flood this time. (laughs) And and they were like, I'm so proud of our accomplishment. She's like, you need to get a fucking job. Yeah, you can. And fucking scatter them. And it worked. uh, Yeah, it confuses their language. Yeah, so also. So let's talk about the before and after. So before, mankind working together building things, one language, one people, mm-hmm. after uh, fuck to shit. Armenian genocide. No one can understand each mind. other. Yeah, Armenian we genocide, yeah. That. Ultimately, every single holocaust and genocide it's because of this. literally stems from God not liking their fucking tower. Yeah, yeah. if so, you didn't have this, great. you wouldn't have had any of the atrocities that ever happened because those are all because we speak different languages and look different and stuff, right? People are dumb. Westward expansion. Yeah. Uh, manifest tears. Yeah. 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 So uh, Pablo Escobar. All, all of the, it. All of this follows. <laughs> Pablo Escobar. All of this <laughs> follows naturally from the Tower of Babel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So good. So uh, good guy. Hope God. You're proud of Fucking, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure. You uh, I mean, I'll tell you this. We've all seen a big ass anthill and been like, "Oh god damn, I'm gonna piss all they're, over this." They're thing. getting, they're getting too proud. Yeah, they're getting, these ants are too proud. They dare to build a tower and try to fight me. They're I don't trying to build so. their tower into my house to fight me. <laughs> these fucking ants are gonna get it, and you just piss all over it. That's that's what God did to all of mankind. Yep, uh, and that's the open of Genesis, chapter eleven. By the way, we're in Genesis 11. eleven seven through eight, mm-hmm. and so and then we roll straight back into some good old fashioned genealogy because so far that seems to be the Bible writers' favorite topic is names. They love it, one name after the other. 
So a lot of time goes by after the Tower of Babel, right? Uh, the way it reads here. Um, eventually, we ca- end up though from Shem, right? We're talking about Shem, which was one of the three sons. He was a good, good son. He was a good son. The, he's a good boy. There was the good son, the middle son, and the bad son. Shem is the good boy. Yeah. And just like in normal families, no one gives a fuck about the middle son. All we care about is the worst yeah, and, and the, the best. And the good one. So mm-hmm. there's about, I don't know what, 20 names here before we finally get to a man named Terah, right? And he's not even important, but his son, Abram, is. And you've probably yeah. heard that name, or maybe the name he'll acquire later, Abraham, right? Pretty famous guy. Basically the patriarchy. Basically, the patriarch of the Jews, the Christians, the Muslims, everyone looks back to this dude as kind of the the father, right? The human father. He there essentially the term is, and some of you may have heard this, Abrahamic, Abrahamic religion. Yeah, Abrahamic religion. Uh, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam all tie to this fucking dude. He's a big fucking deal. He's a heavy hitter. A lot of deaths on his head. Lots. Um, lots. Also, I mean, almost, not honestly, even that good of most. a guy. Not sure why God picked Not him. a great guy. Now, I'll remember this. In episode two, last episode, you said he was a fucking sweet boy. And then, as I'm finding out, the the, the myth does not hold up to much scrutiny. Let's talk about yeah. Abraham. So, Terah is a descendant of Shem. He gives birth to two sons, Abraham and Haran. And it's mentioned later in the Bible, but I'm going to say it right now. Uh, with a different woman, he births Sarai, who ends up marrying his son. So it's pretty incestual. Sarai marries Abram. You didn't have a lot of options back then, though. It's kind of some slack. Again, yeah. I mean, you got to find someone that speaks your language. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's and like also is in the same geographic area as you. You know, Back then, a half-sister would be more like a kissing cousin now. It's not that big of a deal. Everyone does it. Everyone does it, you know. So he has Abram. Um, there, it's there's a lot of and dis- the government hadn't invented like uh, incestual diseases yet. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It was still for vaccines. Yeah. So vaccines. the uh, it, it's there's a little bit of a discrepancy in here, and I, I should mention I, I started. I want to I want to do you guys justice, right? I want you to get uh, some actual insight into our reading. So I started listening to a book by an esteemed professor and scholar uh, called How to Read the Bible. It's a great book so far. It kind of cuts into what was going on when people were writing. So there's a lot of dispute. I'm not going to get into it right now about like who wrote what and and what have you, but it's given me some good insight. For instance, we don't really know where Abram was born, even based on, on what's written here in the Bible. Some accounts in the Bible say that he was born in Ur of the Chaldeans, which is what we're going to go with for now, because that's where Terah was when Abram was maybe born, which is, that would be modern day Iraq down near the Persian Gulf. Now, after Abram's born, or maybe before he's born, at some point they end up going to a place called uh, Haran. Not Haran. Har- not Haran, Terah's brother, Haran. Haran with two R's. All right, there was one one R Haran, two R Haran. That's in southeast Turkey. So you can imagine that's a pretty good distance. We're going down uh, from Iraq up into southeast Turkey. That's where we're at at this point in the story, as Abram is becoming a man. Well-traveled people. Yes. So the key figures again, Sarai, Abram, and fuck Haran. Who gives a shit about that guy? But his fucking son, Lot, Abram's nephew, they're a fucking team. And we're going to keep coming back to these guys. So they're wandering the desert. They're going here and there. And finally, they get to Haran. 
Um, and the Lord goes to Abraham, get out of your country, from your family, from your father's house to a land I will show you, and I will make you a great nation. I will fucking bless you. I'll make your name great. You shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you. And and, and all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And this so, right here is is where we're going to get, I think, the very first, the very seed of uh, of like what continues to this day, Zionism, right? Of reclaiming the Holy Land. It begins right here, Genesis chapter 12. Yeah, God's not really one for... Um... Land rights mm-hmm. kind of just uh, kind of just gives and goes as he goes. So as we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, right now in that area, right, which is modern day Israel, uh, the Canaanites live there. Now the Canaanites, um, we don't know exactly who they are, right? It's a name that was adopted by the Phoenicians at one point, um, and the Phoenicians ended up spreading out from Israel all the way to North Africa. It's a name that at one point the Punic people. Had. So we're talking about Carthage. We're talking about all the way into like classical era, right? With uh, with who the Romans were fighting. So the Canaanites, it's hard to nail down who they are. Is my point. But biblically speaking, they're descendants of Ham, the cursed people. Which is why they're all it's not that shit. big of a deal to go kill all of them. Yeah, fucking take it over, dude. Fucking douchebags. <laughs> fucking Canaanites. So Abraham, Sarai, his wife and half sister, and Lot, his nephew. They're fucking hanging around. They're on this fucking road trip. And then the Lord appears to him, and he's like, hey, to your descendants, I'm going to give you this fucking land. This is all yours now. Welcome to it. Uh, even though the Canaanites are here, this is yours now. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. A-, a pretty decent theme that we'll see even in modern times that, uh, you know, you go, hey, aren't people living here? They're like, nah, who gives a shit? This yeah, is kick yours. rocks, buddies. Fuck it. Eat shit, pound sand, and get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And speaking of pounding sand, that's the first place uh, Abram heads. So he's checking out his new land. He gets down to the south side of uh, what's modern-day Israel into the Negev Desert. You may have heard of it. You may not have. I had. I Maybe I've heard I it. I definitely have not. I so never cared. So he's down in the desert. He's kicking around. He's supposed to be taking this land over, right? So what does he do? He heads to Egypt for some reason? I don't... There was a fucking famine. So he. So God gives Abram this land, but it's not great land. I don't get it because... The, the book goes, all right, man, this is all yours. Everything you can see, this is your shit. Enjoy. Love it. And Abraham's like, cool. Immediately starving to death. Immediately there's a famine. It and might be because Abraham's, he went to a desert. I'm going to say yeah. maybe there wasn't a famine. Maybe he just went into a desert and was like, wait, there's no more potatoes or whatever. Like, you just walk back north. Or the t- playing, playing literally devil's advocate here. Imagine you're Abraham. You're leading your fucking nephew Lot. And your fucking bitch wife, Sarah. Well, and well, no, yeah, she's pretty for cool. Sure. Uh, and then you're like, and they're like, hey, and just imagine that. Just like, you don't know what you're doing, Abraham. And he's like, no. And she's like, this is a fucking desert. We're starving. He's like, listen. It's a famine. <laughs> God said that we, this is our shit. We're making the best of what we got. You fucking, you better get the fuck on board. But it doesn't work out. There's a fucking famine. Abraham's like, well, this fucking sucks. Let's go down to Egypt, which is not a good call ever, I would say. Um, even even now. Yeah, those British tourists that were there a while ago, that didn't go well. Mm. Um, Arab Spring. So he gets to so Egypt. So they're entering, they're entering Egypt, and Abraham goes to his wife. He's like, listen, you're fucking hot. <laughs> Everyone knows it. Everyone can see that shit. She was a so, youthful, like 120 years old, probably. So yeah, yeah I think she was 60 at this time. <laughs> we all know how hot 
We've been on the internet. Mm-hmm. And um, we know now. Um, and he's like, indeed, you are a beautiful, you are a woman of beautiful countenance. What a fucking, what a fucking mensch this Abraham guy. Yeah. He knows how to lay on the fucking butter on that bread. Yeah. Um, but when the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife and they will kill me, uh, so that they can fuck you, you know? So just tell everybody that you are my sister. Joe Durton it up. And I love it. Joe Durton it up. Yeah, that's how we do it. That's how, that, uh, truly a brave you're, man. You're my sister. So why are we going to Egypt? I mean, we were fine in Haran. We're, uh, no, no, no. We got to go to Egypt. But listen, it's so fucking dangerous that you got to pretend to be my sister so that they won't fucking kill me to get at that ass. And sure enough, <laughs> what's the first thing Pharaoh does? By the way, first Pharaohs appeared about 3,100 years ago. Or 3100 BC, so 5100 years ago. I don't know which pharaoh this is, but there are pharaohs on the scene. Interesting point to be made, uh, like dynastic yeah. pharaohs. And so the pharaoh sees this hot chick rolling in a town, and he's like, ooh, I'm going to get me some of that. He's like, are you anyone's wife? Are you free to go? And she's like, I'm just this dude's sister. I can go with you wherever you fucking want, bro. Which, honestly, who can blame her? It's a fucking pharaoh, and Abraham's yeah, yeah, yeah. honestly just a broke farmer. Yeah. Uh, and the princes are all like, oh, bro, fucking dad's banging this hot chick, you know? So they take the woman to the Pharaoh's house. Abraham's left alone. Not and alone. they give him a bunch of sheep, yeah. oxen, male donkeys, servants, female donkeys, camels. He's fucking making out like a goddamn bandit. Yeah, not alone and at all. He's not alone. He not alone at all. Tons of livestock. The, the first Pharaoh. pimp is what we'll call Abraham. First pimp, uh, you also p- the first cuck. Yeah, the first cuck. He walks in, he's like, all right. And they're just like, yeah, we're going to take Sarah, right? It's fine. He's like, not only is it fine, but we're fucking rich now, bro. And Uh, what does God do to uh, reward Pharaoh for making such a sweet deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the Pharaoh, as far as he knows, this is... This chick's fair game, yeah, but then the Lord just starts plaguing him, his house, great plagues, all this fucking shit. And the Pharaoh calls Abraham and is like, what the fuck, bro? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why would you say that she's your fucking sister? Here's the, my all question. Right, you know, okay, so Pharaoh starts having these diseases as soon as he starts hitting up this lady. Why is, right. why is his assumption, oh, this must be that guy's wife. God's trying to get me. Also, is this an S? Is yeah, this there's the no first mention STD? of how the Pharaoh knows. Yeah, probably. Probably probably what happened is that he gets a cold sore. And he's like, <laughs> what the fuck? And he looks at Abram. Abram's got a cold sore. He's like, oh, <laughs> fuck. I'm going to put two and two together. <laughs> a couple of these weirdo fucking incestual fucking weirdos coming into my town. Wait, I just realized it is his sister. <laughs> it is his. And that, the funny thing is that it is actually Abram's sister. Didn't even lie. This is a whole. Yeah, yeah. Again, another one of those fucking half-truths that the Bible loves to just fucking slather on everything. Mm-mm. Uh so the Pharaoh the Pharaoh, a good dude, is like, What the fuck, man? This is your sister? And Abraham's like, Oh, you know me, I'm a fucking bitch. And the Pharaoh's like, All right, get the fuck out of here, take your fucking oxen, get the fuck out of my town. Hey, do you think I'm gonna get some ointment. I think that the podcast would be a lot better off if you said fuck at least a couple more times each sentence. <laughs> Listen. That's how passionate I am oh about the gosh. Bible. All right. So, fucking come at me, bro. So Abraham leaves Egypt, his wife and all that he had. He's made out like a bandit. He's he, he went to town, sold his donkey. He's coming back like the fucking magic beanstalk guy. And him and Lot, they're coming back. 
And uh, Abraham was very rich in livestock and civil, silver and in gold. Wonder how. And uh, they go to Bethel. Uh, Abraham does another altar. So wait, wait, what do you why think did, this theme is? No, well, here we go. go why did Pharaoh let him keep all the livestock? I mean, that was not... The deal's broken, I feel like. You get all the... Yeah, I would think so, too. I don't know. I, I think the Pharaoh's just a good dude. Apparently. Best character. If I had to... Best character thus far, for sure. Really, okay, let's actually judge characters thus far. Who would be, right now, on the side of shitty fucking people? Shitty? Just shitty dudes. We've got... Just Eve. Adam. Eve. No, Adam sucks, too. Yeah. Adam, I Eve. Know, joking. Um, Adam. Cain. Cain was... Uh, yeah. Noah, kind of. I don't know. I'll put him up there. Ham. I mean, no one's really done anything of note except just build a boat. I mean, that's the best thing that we've got going. I do feel sorry for Abel. He had it rough. Yeah, Abel had it rough, but even then... Well, we'll come back to it. We'll talk about Abel later. Fucking... My brother's... Yeah, fuck all those guys. But anyway. uh, And then now we have Abraham, who's done nothing of note except just wander and build altars, you know? Just goof up. Um, Just fucking goof. Just a fucking goof. And uh, he goes in, sends his wife off to get banged by the pharaoh. And the only one on the good side is fucking the Pharaoh. He's like, all right, here you go, man. Have some. Have some. And then maybe, I guess, Noah's uh, a shem for doing that backwards, covering up his dad's Yeah, dad. yeah. Um, that was polite, I guess. Not a lot of compelling characters thus far. No. Which is an interesting theme. So Abraham fucking goes into Egypt, lies, makes off like a fucking bandit, is a piece of shit. I, you know his wife got banged. There's just no... Yeah. No, I don't give a shit what that's what, says that happened. That's what it was for. Yeah, that was the deal. Happened. But he makes a fucking altar and all is forgiven. Isn't that such a... What, what do you think that means? Uh, You know, I guess God has kind of this bias now. Like, once you make a choice, right? This I don't know the name of this cognitive bias, but once you've made a choice, you're, mm-hmm. you're going to just kind of gloss over you don't want any dissonance right you don't want that cognitive dissonance so guys like all right mm-hmm. i chose abram he seemed like he was going to be a good dude he's goofing off now going to the desert and calling it a famine going to egypt handing mm-hmm. out his wife okay mm-hmm. we're going to overlook that because i want to support my choice for the father of you know all my people's Okay, I think I get what you're saying. Like, like uh, you ever see like uh, like the Columbine shooters' parents? And they're like, ah, oh, they were good boys. I don't know what the fuck. You know, like ah, you got some fucking problems, lady. You got to fucking make a. You got you got to come to grips with what you've created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Oh, but remember when he was five Which, and he was such a sweet boy. God made them too. How about that? Yeah. So uh, made all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Abram, uh, yeah, a little bit of a goof, a little bit of a goof at this point. And you know, I don't know if I see him as like a villain. Or just as kind of like a Three Stooges type character, stumbling into the desert, stumbling into Egypt, coming up with this dumbass idea to give his wife yeah, to these the fucking schemes. <laughs> it's just, it, yeah, it's kind of a, he's almost like a lovable goof. And, yeah. And, so. Okay. You're going to start ahead. the next part. So we get, he, where he, he gets back. So he's in south of, he's, he's as far south as Bethel. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there. He's with his nephew, his nephew and him. They probably talk a little bit less now that all that shit's gone down. Yeah. Uh, but um, they're getting in big in numbers, and their fucking herdsmen are starting to fucking 
get into fights. Yeah. It's strife. It's getting ugly. There's not enough space, I guess, which is weird because there's like no people on Earth, but an entire desert, yeah. Yeah. Um and Abram goes to Lot, like, listen, uh, just so that there's no fucking problems, I need you to go. It's kind of like, a, like you know, like, imagine if I was, like, living with you. You know, we're bros, but that'd get old pretty fucking quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day, get day two. <laughs> day two. I'd be like, it's time to go. I'd be like, your, peop- your sheep people are fighting my sheep people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, did you, <laughs> hey, hey. Someone fucked the sheep, and it's not even me. They're like, ah, there's two. We're too close together. How are we gonna know? It can't even we're walk. Fight. No, that wasn't me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Abram makes the wise choice here. He says, "All right, look, there's plenty of land. We don't gotta all be in one place. You got your sheeples. I got mine. You go walk. Where do you want to go?" And Abram's here's here's the first good guy, Abram. Right? He says, "All right, yeah. there's here." Or there's there. There's this valley or these these luscious, fertile areas over there. And obviously, Lot says, I want those luscious, fertile areas over there, which is up yeah, towards yeah. Uh, Jordan, so to the north of, of Israel. Right. And, and Lot, and uh, yeah, so Lot, like Abraham's like, you choose. And Lot's like, I heard about this place called Sodom, mm. and I think I'm going to go hang out over there. I hear it's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. And Abraham, like a fucking, he's like, oh, yeah, totally. I heard the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> so I, could, I could really plunge myself into that. Get dirty. Yeah, in there. go go have fun. And uh, Abraham dwells, stays in Canaan. He's like, yeah, I'll stay here. You get the fuck out of here. Uh, but uh, as you'll find out, Sodom's not a great place. Well, it's pretty cool now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a bird to death. Whatever. Let's not spoil it. So, um, uh, so God comes down to Abraham's like, hey man, sweet fucking dude. Um, lots gone now. Lift your eyes around everywhere you see. That's your fucking shit. Uh, you're welcome, sir. Yep. So Abram is still in modern day Israel in this valley and has all this land. Now this is God's like, all right, now for real though. Like I know last time you kind of just did your little goofy thing and went to the desert in Egypt. Now, now we're getting it. And he promises yeah, him for real. This is your place now. He says, you're, first off, he says, you're going to have this land forever, which we of course know isn't true because well, it wasn't Israel for a very long time, very recently. And, uh, God says, also, not only is this going to be your land forever, but the only way that people are going to be able to count how many offspring you has, have is if they can also count the number of dust particles on the earth, which isn't true. So both of these things. Uh, yeah, and and um, and God's like, listen, you're going to have so many fucking kids. At this point, Abraham has no fucking kids. Yeah. And it was mentioned earlier, I don't know if we brought it up, but Sarai is barren. Yeah, she's or at barren. least He's seems no to kids. be. I think it might be on the male side. I think we have a little bit of an ED issue going on here that's been unaddressed. But uh, back then, no, I think you just blame it on the woman, right? I mean, he does say he has a fucking hot wife, although he did kind of just ditch her at the first chance. Exactly. So yeah, I don't think he really thought that. I think he saw an opportunity to maybe get into an upgrade situation. So obviously, Probab- it's yeah. almost written that he just can't get it up in my book. I That's... The read the subtext. I agree. That's that. Uh, put it in writing. Uh, we'll make a new Bible. All right. About <laughs> Abraham's. Uh, we are right now. We're making a new audio Bible. Yeah. That's what this, this is. is. Your Bible, people. So, um, it came to pass in the days of Amraphel, king of Sinar, Ariok, king of Elisar. Who gives a fuck about any of these people? Mm-hmm. But the point is that the world is at war, or at least this fucking burnt to shit fucking desert. Thank you, God. 
could have had a nice tower, but instead we've got massive amounts mm-hmm. of war. And we're rolling into chapter 14 here, if you're keeping track with this. Yeah, this is Genesis chapter 14. So all the other dudes, they're allied, and Sodom and Gomorrah are like, fuck, we got to get the fuck out of here. Everyone's getting their fucking asses kicked. Let's fucking bail. And they go and run into the mountains like a bunch of bitches. And so here's Let- a quick, just to sort of uh, give you an idea of the scale of this thing. So there's a few kings right here that are Sodom and Gomorrah, a couple city-states. There are mm-hmm. five kings that have come up, or uh, let's see, make that four. There's four kings that have come up to smash Sodom and Gomorrah and the other city-states. You've got people from the Iranian Iraqian border mountains. You've got people from Western Iran, from Mesopotamia, and from Asia Minor, Antioch, which is like modern-day Turkey. Well, so it's a four-on-four. Four. We have we have a four-on-four. We have uh, Shinar, Elisar, Alam, and Tidal, king of nations. Mm-hmm. Uh, warring with Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, and Zor. But these oh, these fuck. big countries or these big nations from all around the the entire region are definitely winning this battle. And they, like like Cole said, they completely crush Sodom and Gomorrah to the point that they just run away, um, and it's a complete rout. But Lot and they just doesn't leave get their away. fucking shitty cities. So Lot's in his living room. He's hanging out. He's stacking rocks or whatever the fuck he liked to do. And uh, the fucking uh, Shadalmer. Uh, who who who's the fucking guys that go get? Uh, it just Lot? it just says the four kings seized all the goods and, um, of of Sodom and Gomorrah, and of course that includes Abram's nephew Lot. He is a good yeah. So the fucking kings, they bail, leaving their cities defenseless. Poor Lot. Lot, who at this point has done nothing wrong, mm-hmm. is just hanging out. He's like, oh, fucking, what's going on? Fucking other nations coming in. They're like, ah, collect him, you know, uh, a common trait. Mm-hmm. And they pick up Lot. They're running off. They're like, you're going to be our ass slave, you son of a bitch. And uh, they're taking him away. And then Abram um, goes full Liam Neeson. One of Lot's... Uh, Homies, I don't know, shepherd boy, slave, somebody, probably one of his slaves. Yeah, sneaks away, gets to Abram. He's it's it's almost a movie, right? Like the one lone survivor gets back and is like, "Oh, they took your nephew," and Abram is like, "All right, I know that I've been a huge coward up to this point, but I'm gonna break character (laughs) and I'm gonna go save somebody." (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Abram, showing true courage, decides to take all his fucking servants. Yeah, 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 and just send them in the night. Battle to uh, <laughs> to chase these guys down. Uh, so a real hero, mm-hmm. real hero of the Bible. Uh, and he goes in and he's like, "All right, guys, you there, you you, you stop cleaning that toilet, you you stop washing that window, you stop fucking that sheep. We gotta go to war." They're like, "Oh, cool! I can't wait for this. For whom? Oh, that nephew that you guys banished in the first place because you guys wouldn't get along. Ah, oh, great! Let's go put our lives on the line for that guy." Oh yeah. So three hundred eighteen <laughs> men is what he ends up with these these servants yeah. of his. And it does say they're trained. So maybe they're toilet cleaners by day, but they ha- they have like some militia training, right? They did some push-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go in, they get lot, but they also get all the fucking swag, you know. They don't mm-hmm. uh, it's not let that shit go to rim. And the king of Sodom, now that all the fighting's over, is like, "Bro, that was fucking badass." And uh blesses him. Actually, no wait, that's a different guy. So another king of Salem. Melchizedek, yeah, of Salem. Yeah. They, they're all partying. They're like, yeah, you fucking did it. I mean, us four armies, we couldn't do shit against these guys, but you and 318 housekeepers went and saved the day. Like, you're fucking great, bro. 
was like, yeah, I never would do anything cowardly. What's fascinating is that you've got this guy, Melchizedek, right? There's nothing actually historical about him, right? Besides, obviously, a bunch of, uh, you know, hearsay, what have you. He's a king, and he's also a priest of the God Most High, which there's a lot of debate in here about, well, are we talking about old Canaanite gods? Because they use a lot of words that kind of get mixed and turned all about with the Canaanites and the other inhabitants of the land. So we don't really know exactly what this is about. What would be interesting is if the Canaanites didn't worship, like, the Hebrew god, even though they're all fucking... Well, they didn't. Or maybe they did some... Here's the thing. We don't know, basically. I mean, no one knows Mm. anything about these people because there's not a historical record of, of most of this. And we're going off the Bible, which is a little bit contradictory here and there, especially in these early books. It's hard to nail How down. Dare you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so the king of Sodom goes to Abraham. He's like, all right, you give me all the people you saved and keep all the fucking swag. That's a fair fucking deal. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand to the Lord God most high, and I will take nothing from you except, you know, what we ate so that no one can say Sodom made me rich because mm-hmm. he'd already gotten that from the Pharaoh by selling out his wife. Yes. Pharaoh made so, him rich. Yeah. Pharaoh made Abraham rich. He doesn't need fucking Sodom's money here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need your shit. Um, and so all his dudes, they're like, oh, cool. Like all his servants are like, we're probably like, yeah, totally. We don't want this gold. <laughs> we'll just go. <laughs> He's like, like there's, there's a bunch of people that they're like, oh, we get to go back to the fucking toilet mines, you know? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good thing that our fucking boss, Abraham, such a, a generous guy. Well, no, He's going to let him keep all the no, fucking no, no, gold. No. It also says not only what we've eaten, but also uh, the share. The, so the share of the swag that belongs to the men who went with me. So he didn't take his cut, but he let his men take their cut. So, yeah, that's I can. That's reasonable, right? That's a good. Uh, but he literally lists four people. Yeah, but Anner, th- that could be like uh, no, three and Marmon. That, yeah, that represents all the fucking slaves. I highly fucking. I don't doubt. know. I mean, those are like the uh, maybe those are like the leaders of these different families that are with him or something. Obviously, we have no <laughs> clue. But we have no fucking clue. There's no reference. But uh, yeah, he basically hightails it out of there, right? Leaves Lot. Lot likes it. Lot wants to stay at his house and, and Sodom. And yeah. <laughs> uh, Abram's like, all right, I'm going back to my place. So what does God do? God, here's what I think. God finally saw Abram do something cool, right? Like, okay, right. yeah, he went and finally, killed finally those people. So yeah. it's time for God to show up in a vision again. And he says, he makes a covenant. He says, don't be afraid, Abram. I'm your shield, your very great reward. It's kind of ominous. It's kind of And cool. Abram's like, well, I still don't have a fucking kid. Yeah, can I have fucking, some babies? You're a goddamn lie. <laughs> I'm so old. Yeah, I'm so gross. I can't knock this lady up. And and again, yeah. he's like, she's barren. No, your dick just doesn't get hard. We know it's up, old man. Yeah, you're a fucking weirdo. And uh, so yeah, he's now he's like, God, you got you know, you said I was gonna have uh, more kids than the dust of the earth, and I haven't even had one. So uh, what are you gonna you know, give me something here? What what's happening? Um. And what's great is that Abraham's like, look, I've got no kids. The only one who's going to be the heir to my fortune is fucking Eliza of Damascus, like some fucking adopted fucking weirdo kid. Yuck. You know, homeschooled fucking little weirdo. And God goes, don't worry. 
this one shall not be your heir, which must have been fucking great to be that kid. You're like, yeah. what? I thought you guys loved God me. Like, nah, nah, nah. God comes down to himself to say, guess what? Not him. This guy's getting fucking nothing. Don't worry. Don't worry, Abraham. That guy's getting shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and so God, and, God tells him, he says, I want three things. I want a heifer, a goat, and a ram, each of them exactly three years old. Oh, and also I want a dove and a, a young pigeon. A turtle dove and a young pigeon, yeah. <laughs> um, and I swear to you, you will have descendants that outnumber the fucking stars or some shit. Specifically, yes. So they go do some occult fucking shit. They, he gets this fucking hype, a heifer, uh-huh. a goat, and a ram, and they just cut them in half and leave them out in the woods. Like uh, like a I bunch sh- of fucking psychopaths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is some sweet devil worship stuff going on here. Don't no if ands or buts about it. <laughs> they put a fucking pentagram down. Uh, no, they didn't. But they might as well. It is five animals. Whoa! Oh shit! It is five animals. Whoa. So they get five animals, kill three of them. Oh yeah, they didn't. And they just them. leave them in the fucking desert to fucking rot. But Abraham, you know how cool he is. He fights off vultures, so all, all all's forgiven. Yeah, so he's whacking the other birds away when they come to eat the dead animals. Now here's. Perhaps something significant. The sun's going down, and a deep sleep falls upon Abraham, and behold, horror and great darkness fell upon him. Cthulhu. (laughs) Obviously fucking Cthulhu. We're at the Mountains Uh, of Madness right now. Yeah, duh. Fucking Lovecrafting. And uh, here we get into some fucking prophecy. God comes down. Abraham's stuck in a fucking nightmare. And God comes down and says, Know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs and will serve them, and they will afflict them 400 years. And also the nation whom they serve, I will judge. Afterward, they shall come out with great possessions. So he's basically laying out the plot. He's saying, all right, it's going to get nasty, but then it's going to get good again. I'm sorry, yeah, I cut you it, off. I'll let you finish what God no, was No, 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 no. But in the fourth generation, they shall return here, for the inequity of the Amorites is not yet complete. What does that mean? So I think what he's saying is, look, uh, somebody somewhere in your lineage did something that wasn't nice that I didn't like. And so, <laughs> as usual, I'm going to make people pay for that for 400 years. People that had nothing to do with it. Yeah, it's a fucking... God loves his fucking reckonings. Mm-hmm. So he makes a nut. So this is his third covenant, right? No, no, I've no, lost no, track. No, this is God's covenant with Abraham or Abraham. This is God's covenant. So the first covenant was with Adam. Hey, don't fucking eat this uh, tree. Sure. And then with Noah. Hey, I'm not going to delude you guys again. I'm not going to fucking kill a bunch of people with water. I'll figure something else out. Finger, you know. Yeah. Made himself a little loophole. A very, uh, yeah, <laughs> a, a genie's wish of fucking covenants. And um, actually, wouldn't you call it a Faustian pact? Yeah. Very devil-like. Uh, yeah, I won't kill people with a flood. But uh, And then here we go. Um, God's covenant with Abraham. I'm going to make a fuck ton of people. I'm going to give them a nation, and then I'm going to kick the shit out of them. And then I'm gonna get, <laughs> But at the end, they're going to get a fucking uh, nation. Uh, another common theme. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You'll get riches if you let me fuck your wife. 
I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I'll, I'm in on that. As long as a bunch of people have to suffer that aren't me and I get to make out with it, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm on board. Abram does not care. Abram does not give a shit. And it becomes more evident in the next chapter, 16, when he gets back. <laughs> he's done talking with God, right? He comes So he's back. done talking with God. He's convinced he's going to fucking... God... Co- so here's the key point. God goes to Abram. You're going to have a bunch of fucking kids. And Abraham's like, hey, Sarah, don't worry. I know we're like 80 years old, but God told me that it's all good. And she... We're going to have a fuck ton of kids, yeah. Sarai has the best idea yet. At least I'm imagining that's how Abram saw it. She yeah, says, yeah, she's she's rubbing her hands together. She's got she's a scheme. Like, all right, guys. She's like, look, Abram, the Lord isn't letting me have any babies, which she knows it's the dick, right? Right. But right. the Lord's not letting me have babies. How about you go bang my slave, and we can build a family off of her, which is really uh, selfless of her, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Abram's like, "Oh, you're gonna make me." I mean, oh. so you got a crazy, over. you got a crazy, dirty mind, you filthy bitch. But all right, I'll, I'll consider it. And uh, you know, Abram thought long and hard about this. You know, he looks over it's... at this slave, Hagar, who's from Egypt, mm-hmm. by the way. So. It's kind of balancing out the relationship, really. Maybe that's what Sarai's thinking. She got to bang some hot Egyptian pharaohs. It's only fair that Abram gets to bang her hot Egyptian maid. That's probably why they didn't have kids, is that like every night when things are about to get rough, Abram's just getting a little bit like, so how big was he? She's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta let this shit go. He's like, yeah, I'm letting it go, you know? <laughs> yeah, there's definitely... I mean... When your lady's been with the pharaoh, there's jealousy involved. You can't not. Yeah. So she's like, you know what? Let's bury the fucking hatchet. I banged uh, a pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Good for me. Let You can have this busted up Egyptian slave. Balancing it out. Balancing it out. All right. We are now. We're even. Um, you got a fucking hall pass. Um, so let's read out Genesis 16 too, because the specific wording i think may be important so sarai said to abram see now the lord has restrained me from bearing children please go into my maid that's a fucked up way of saying it perhaps i shall obtain children by her and abram heeded the voice of sarai he's like okay you know if that's what's gonna make you happy and instantly the man is hard and instantly they have conceived right so where do you think abram went wrong um Listening to I mean, his wife. I do we want to start the podcast over again? Because that's all it's been so far. <laughs> <laughs> let's start let's start with being born. Abraham the, fucked up like the rest of us. Yeah, the goof uh, the goofs just keep coming. Yeah, he's like, you know what? Uh, I like he's been he's been uh, when he's doing man shit, like they're like, We gotta go save fucking lot. He's like, All right, mm-hmm. I don't need no women holding me back. I'm gonna go commit genocide. And he's got it. He's got it down. Yeah, his but real problem's the second, at home. Yeah, the second his wife gets involved, she's like, listen, we need... She, so Sarah goes in and be like, listen, I know what God said. There was this whole covenant. Only been three of those thus far. And things have worked out pretty well for mankind since. Um, I know what God said, but instead of waiting for that shit to go down, I want you to fuck my slave. Yeah, and God has been pretty lenient up to this point for people making mistakes, right? So, yeah, why not? Yeah, no uh, historical context to uh, avoid this fucking thing. No, no, no. So he does it. Which is great. He does it. He knocks her up. 
And obviously what happens as soon as she's pregnant. Sarai didn't think this far ahead to the part where suddenly the slave's going to get a little bit on the sassy side, right? A little so, bit fucking uppity. So the, the slave gets I pregnant. I that word, but all right. The slave gets uppity and goes, listen, all right, now I'm pregnant. I got a fucking kid. I don't even know what you're doing here, Sarah. What, what, what would you say you do here? You don't even cook or clean. I do that. I'm the fucking slave, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm and the one I'm the that's one fucking pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. And she still had to fucking, I, I bet you she still had to do her cleaning duties, you know? Mm-hmm. No doubt. I mean, well, <laughs> she is still their slave, so yeah. But that's the problem. Now she sees herself as more important. Now she sees herself as kind of the matriarch, understandably, because she is becoming the matriarch. Uh, yeah. No doubt yeah. about that. And so uh, this pisses off Sarai. Again, no foresight on her side. She yeah, these sh- are all pe- pieces of oh shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, she didn't see this coming. So she gets pissed and starts trying to, I'm assuming, plotting to kill Hagar, which... Uh, that's what I do, yes. Yeah, that's the subtext here, I think. And uh, Hagar runs away, right? Well, Understandably. The, okay, so Genesis 16.5. Here's the important bit. Sarai says to Abram, my wrong be upon you. I gave my maid into your embrace. And now that she's pregnant, she fucking hates me. The Lord judge between you and me. And Abram's like, what the fuck? I, I only did what you fucking told me. You know what? Fuck this shit. I don't need this business. Tell Sarai, you know what? Go do whatever you want to this Handle woman it. whom I impregnated. Yeah. Like, fucking trash. These people are fucking trash. Yeah. So let's let's recap. Uh, Sarai goes to Abraham. This, hey. You know, you say trash. This slave. does read just like, I feel like this has happened a million times in trailer parks across the U.S., not even just trailer parks. I feel like it happened in like the Rockefellers. I don't know well, yeah, that. but but just, you got you got you got a rich affluent family who can't conceive, and you got the husband. They're like, you true. know what these these slaves? They're not real people. They're not real people like you and me. You can just go in and use her to bear a child. You know, take away that autonomy. Who gives a shit what she thinks? And just fuck my slave. And then when things go, when I, I realize I changed my mind, let's send her out into the woods to die. Okay, honey, if that's what you want. Yeah, and this guy just goes along with it every step of the way. Again, why is this man God's chosen one? Just yeah, he's a, a fucking complete he, buffoon. He doesn't even seem like a very good patriarch. To be honest, he seems like a pretty weak character. You know, he's just doing whatever the women tell him to do. You know, oh, you want to fuck my wife? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you want me to. Uh, send my child to die in the woods. Okay, if that'll make you uh, happy, it's fun. Yeah, I mean, at least Thomas Jefferson wrote the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least while he, had he was that banging his slaves. You know, yeah, while he was making a bunch of. Uh, uh, so she runs away, kids. but God has plans, or someone in God's court has plans, at least, because uh, not God Himself comes down this time. He only talks to men. Clearly. Yeah. He only talks to people who are deserving, He's not uh, sends, slaves. He sends down an angel. And in fact, it says right. the angel of the Lord. And we don't know yep. if that's anyone in particular. Uh, the angel. The, the, the angel. The, the comes the down. The capitalized angel. And he, he, ca- he, he corners Hagar, right? So she's running away from the crazy woman that wants to kill her, that told her husband to bang her. It's this whole situation, right? This weird lover's triangle. And an angel <laughs> shows up. And the angel's like, whoa, 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 Hagar, you slave of Sarai, right? Yeah, where the fuck do you think you're going? <laughs> where have you come from and where are you going? Wow, that's a that's my favorite song. And uh, yeah. 
she's like, well, I'm running from my mistress, Sarai, the evil witch woman that uh, that told her husband to bang me and then wanted to kill me for it. And the angel's yeah. like, no, 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 no. Go back to your mitri- mistress and submit to her. Great, right? That's what Sarai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Singing, oh, cool. Go back to her. Don't worry. I'm going to increase your descendants so much that they will be too numerous to count. So that that promise is getting thrown around a lot, but okay. Yeah, we're we're just we just love making people. And then he he ta- he he caps it off with this little bit, which is insanity. Like this would have made me <laughs> jump off of a cliff. He says, "Look, you're pregnant. You're going to give birth to your son. You're going to call him Ishmael, and uh, the Lord has heard of your misery." And he will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand against him. And he will live in hostility with all of his brothers. <laughs> yeah, so let's look at this from the point of view of fucking Hagar. She, uh, <laughs> she's a slave. She's just doing her fucking job. Uh, her master, her fucking mistress's husband's like, by the way, I'm banging you now. Um, we, Me and my wife talked about it, and uh, you're about to go through the fucking pain of childbirth. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. And fucking gets her with pregnant. It all goes fucking south. She gets banished to the woods. Angel comes down. Hey, where the fuck do you think you're going? I'm, a f- I'm running for my life with my child. No, 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 no. You get back to work. But don't worry. You're gonna have a your kid is gonna have a bunch of other kids and everyone's gonna fucking hate them. You're welcome. <laughs> wow, I mean, how is she not just leaping for joy at this point? Oh uh, is... yeah, she's like, God is great. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's fucking working out for me. You know. Mm-hmm. So she's just uh, a victim all the way across the board. I this is now my favorite character, Hagar. Yeah, she takes the top spot. Yeah. didn't deserve any of this, and. Uh, Handling it with grace, because she does go back, right? Um, so Hagar bore Abram a son. Abram named his son, whom Hagar bore, named him Ishmael. Yep, just like uh, Abram was said. 86 years old when Hagar bore Ishmael to Abram. Getting up in those years. Getting up in those years. But he Yet at least somehow that it works, right? His boys can swim. His boys can swim. He knows it's working. He's like, oh, man, really, I really do have to get rid of Sarah. Yeah. But he, he's making out. So Abram, he's happy. Everything's working out for Abram. What do we think? You know, what the fuck? For some well, reason. Yeah. He's really misbehaved this whole thing. Yeah, somehow the, yeah, <laughs> Somehow he goofs his way to riches, wealth, and a bastard child. Mm-hmm. Pretty little Ishmael, the wild donkey of a man. Wild donkey of a man. I fucking love that. Uh, I fucking well, love that. That's a thing. I can only think of Pinocchio whenever I say that out loud. It's the one yeah. that he, they turned Pinocchio into a donkey. That didn't work what out do, well. He what hated do we think it. of this angel of the Lord? Uh, is he okay? Is it the devil? I feel like he's the opposite of the devil. If anyone's a devil, God's being a real fucking asshole. And the yeah. I mean, so telling her to go back and like, hey, hey. hey. Don't you ever forget you're a fucking slave. Now get back there, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. But maybe the parlance of the times, maybe that was cool. Maybe that maybe that was like uh, him being like, hey, get back to work. Your fucking lunch break's over. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, of the Mesopotamian. Uh, but he was inspiring desert. her, too, you know? like Yeah, yeah, he does a good deal. Of everybody. I she mean, got let's the be clear. and the stick. Let's be clear. Uh... Thus far, God's talked a big fucking game and produced nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, 
He's like, this is your land, it's totally yours, blah, 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 and uh, send Lot away. And, and, and Lot's like, oh, I'm going to go too. He's like, yeah, you, yeah, you're fine. I'm talking to fucking Abram right now. Get the fuck out of here. Get lost, go, asshole. Go to Sodom. We're making a pact where I'm going to uh, endow him with riches, you know? And Lot's like, all right, I'm going to go hang out in Sodom. Yeah, yeah, get the fuck Get lost. Here's my shit. question. If God told you, okay, God comes down to you right now, Cole, walks into your living right. room, wherever you're at in your house, and says... Mm-hmm. I'm going to endow you with riches, but the only way you're going to get them is if you give Missy to a pharaoh to get just railed. Just get railed? Yeah. I don't know. Is there male and female donkeys being thrown into the fucking mix here? Yeah, you get a lot of rich-ass donkeys. (laughs) Am I going to get some camels out of this? I don't see. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'll tell you what I won't do. Talk it out with my wife. She's she's (laughs) fucking... I just uh, I I know enough to make a fucking decision on this. I don't need to fucking ask. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's uh, yeah. I mean, you're the man. And again, yeah. This this has been quite a uh, quite a dive into um, some fairly misogynistic uh, starting points Overtones, for the yeah. world. Literally, the patriarchy of just oh, yeah. fucking and it's selling their women, using their slaves as human fucking cucumbers. You know. God, you ever see? I don't know what that doesn't even make sense. You ever watch a slow motion video of a cucumber uh, shooting its seeds everywhere? Ooh, no, that's what I don't know. What I heard, oh, okay, that's where you're coming from. Hagar, that's I, what I was thinking. Yeah, I was picturing more conventional uses for a cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> oh goddamn! All right, uh, well, that's chapter sixteen. Um. Next, we'll stop there. Yeah, we'll stop I think there. we'll start. We're about to get we'll into start. some uh, slicing and dicing action. There's a little teaser, oh. right? A little briss. Don't How ruin do you it. say that? Uh, do you say briss? I believe it. I think it's brie. The cheese? I no, I know briss. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's tasty, one. tasty, tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so before we finish for the for the uh, for the episode, yeah. what? So can you give me some insight, compare and contrast your, you know, you were raised with this story. Yeah. What did you think this story was about growing up? I definitely never pictured Abram as a goof. Um, he, mm-hmm. in, in Christianity, right, obviously I can't speak from a Judaism or Islamic standpoint. In Christianity, Abraham is a very serious character, right? Um a mm-hmm. great capital G great man, you know, a mm-hmm. uh, just can do no wrong, which is so, you know, granted, I know this. I, I can recall from we, we at least touched on the stories about him giving Sarai up. And I, I obviously knew about Ishmael being born and how that wasn't exactly what he was supposed to do. But you really gloss that stuff over for the most part, which is kind of what God's doing. So it makes sense. Right. Like, uh. Yeah, he he does kind of stupid things at every turn, but mm-hmm. he I made a pact and we make him have all these babies. We'll just punish his children for it and their children <laughs> and their children. Uh, it definitely it definitely seems like he's not a very good agent of his own. You know what I mean? He just kind of like walks around. Oh, I'm gonna. God's like, hey, you gotta get the fuck out of here. You gotta go to you gotta leave Haran. He's like, um. And he goes yeah. to Egypt, and he's like, I really don't want to get fucking killed. Uh, Sarai, you're, you're good to go. And then he comes back, and all this other fucking crazy shit happens. And then uh, down the road, Sarai's like, you know what? I know what God said, but I need you to fuck my slave. It's all going to work out. This would make a brilliant, like, slapstick comedy. 
<laughs> this part of the story. Uh, I'm thinking about that like Arrested Development line where it's like, ah, oh, we should see other people. And they all trick themselves into thinking it'll work, and it never does. But maybe <laughs> it'll work for us. <laughs> yeah, like, this, just this time. Yeah, this is the first ever instance of that where uh, they think a, a threesome's going to save the relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just could happen. And so, I mean, good on Abram for for being a good sport in all of this. Oh yeah, <laughs> so what a trooper! What a fucking hero at all this. Yeah. What uh, about you from from the uh, more of an outsider standpoint? I mean, you have not held back your opinion, I guess, at all during the episode. No, no. Well, I okay. So I had heard of Abraham, but mostly through like song lyrics. Isn't there like a like a many sons of Abraham? Father Abraham, Abraham. had many yeah. sons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that would be about the extent of my knowledge of Abraham. Well, was as was probably that most people on a church. fucking bus. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think your experience with it is much different than most people who did go to church. You know. Do, so let me ask you a question: Is this a story that they tell in church, or is this a story more for like Bible study, like after um, fact, a smaller group setting? You know, really, a lot of where I remember learning about Abraham was in like Sunday school as a kid, when you're just straight up reading Bible stories, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, a sermon is going to be more, you might have a pastor come in here and like pick it apart and use it to interpret things from it. You're not just Mm -hmm. reading it cold. You're kind of doing what we're doing, except, you know, being a little more benevolent, (laughs) sort of a little more benefit of the doubty for the, uh, for the story. So yeah. And it's really cool just because one of the things, like I I mentioned earlier, the book that I'm reading now or listening to, I should say it's on tape. Um, the, the, how to read the Bible is it's getting into some stuff I never imagined. Like, for instance, uh, they say that Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible. That's kind of just taken for granted, I think, in a lot of churches. Whereas mm-hmm. there's, like, many, many different writers based on uh, scholarly scholarship interpretation of, you know, what words were used in the original text, different names mm-hmm. for God, different ways of ref- – uh, different things that they're recounting. And it all ends up looking pretty fluid, I think, here in English, but – when you look at the text, there's all these different people getting into it um, with their different kind of, it's almost like uh, their different political stances even. So mm-hmm. you're getting propaganda, basically. Now, not to say, I'm not outright saying none of it happened, but it's interesting that you have these different writers trying to um, probably probably lobby for one thing or the other, depending on where they stood in the Jewish community at that time. So. Mm-hmm. It's wild but stuff. always that women are trash and you shouldn't listen. Well, yeah, to them. yeah. No one's no one's debating that. And that's uh, that's if there's anything that they could all get behind mm-hmm. is and that. Uh, I'm gonna property. I'm gonna keep uh, listening to that book. I'm hoping that it'll make me a little bit more informed on some of these these topics where I can insert that into the podcast because mm-hmm. I want to give mm-hmm. the Bible a fair shake. You know, like obviously we're kind of having fun with this. Uh, but I want to make sure that we're not glossing over maybe some points that balance it out a little bit better or what have you. Well, I'll also say that I think we're coming at this judging it literally as a book. Yeah. And I think it's a that book club. I think that if you tried to do this in a group setting, like in a Bible, like an actual Bible study, mm-hmm. and you were like, hey, this is shit. Um there would be almost that kind of thing, like, "How dare you? Like, fucking, this well, is yeah. the word of God. Yeah, how you know, you got to look at the best possible. Like, the real villain here is Sarai for disobeying God's will. Like, well, fucking Abraham doesn't. He's not capable of uh, thought. He didn't, he didn't think this yeah. through. He's just okay with. He's just okay with 
fucking a slave and then discarding her? Like, yeah, well. Not admirable. Not a fucking good dude. Very 12 years a slave yeah. villain. He could, have, he could have at least paid for an abortion. Isn't that the way you're supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, what, what, what is he thinking? No, 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 no. Yeah, so all life is precious. God loves all babies. Uh, uh, abortion is wrong. Also, send her into the woods to die. <laughs> Yeah. Also, let's. You know what? The Chappaquiddick's a good place for her. We'll just say that. <laughs> let's. Uh, hey, if you, uh, like, where am I gonna go? Well, there's a fucking. Uh, there's a clearing. <laughs> yeah. That's a great place to raise a child. You're good to go. Yeah, yeah. The wild donkey of a man. Yeah, this wild donkey of a man. Good luck with uh, all that. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well. Um. I'm looking forward to get digging more into this story. Like, right, we're going to see him become Abraham. We're going to see some more wild stuff. Hopefully, I want to, you know, honestly, I'm liking the goofs. I'm hoping that he becomes a little bit more admirable of a character, though. Yeah, yeah. Genesis 17, um, I haven't read it, but I can tell what it's about. It's it's about circumcision. Yeah. So we'll get into that. We'll talk about all this stuff. Feel free to email us photos of uh, botched circumcisions. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we'll catch you guys later. All right. Let me say something else.